BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Jack Harlow would never. He would never. He would Not never. our white king. He would never. <laughs> never. What's good? What's going on? Welcome back to another episode of DX Daily. This podcast is brought to you by Hip Hop DX. And here's where we keep you updated on everything that's going down in hip hop music culture. I'm one of your lovely hosts, music lover, music connoisseur, podcaster, radio personality, media personality. We could keep going down the list, <laughs> but Asia Sky. And I'm your other lovely host and media personality, radio personality, content creator, podcaster, the whole shebang. I'm A-Dub. <laughs> it is Monday, brand new week, brand new things to get into. So we have some big announcements this weekend. The Super Bowl 56 halftime show has been announced. And this lineup, baby, Eminem, Dr. Dre, Kendrick Lamar, Snoop Dogg and Mary J. Blige. Crazy. Also, B2K is back together. What? They patched it up? Yep, it looks like it. The Millennium Tour is back and in full effect. J. Cole's Dreamville Fest has sold out. There's a new versus battle that's been announced. Clearly a lot went down this weekend. But right before we get into it, gotta say, follow, 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 follow the podcast. Stop what you're doing right now. Go to DX Daily and click follow, okay? That's all we need you to do. Now let's go ahead and get down to it. So let's start with this halftime show. Yeah, it was announced at Super Bowl 56, which goes down February 13th, 2022. It's going to have probably one of the biggest hip-hop halftime shows we've seen thus far. Right. You got Eminem, Dr. Dre, Kendrick Lamar, Snoop Dogg, and mm. Mary J. Blige. So we're talking about... Four rappers, one R&B singer. This is crazy. Like, I, I have never seen a Super Bowl halftime show lineup like this ever. Yeah, I don't think I have either. Like, we've had the stars, the star-studded ones, like, okay, of course, Beyonce, The Weeknd, and, you know, Maroon 5 and things like that. But to, for it to be this hip-hop field is kind of crazy. You know who it is. You know who's responsible. Big Jay-Z. Big Hove. <laughs> Big Hove in full effect right now. Now, I know people were questioning when he was getting involved with the NFL, you know, the whole Colin Kaepernick thing. And the whole narrative was that, okay, we see that you're trying to change it from the inside. But last year, it was J-Lo performing at the halftime show. So people were just side-eyeing him like, okay, how are you making things better for, for people of color? Mm -hmm. But this halftime show, I got to say, I'm watching. Yeah, I'm definitely watching. I, I support Colin Kaepernick, but I am watching this halftime show, okay? Big facts. Uh, so, yeah, hip-hop fans definitely were lit about this lineup. Um, and Dr. Dre actually made a statement about it, and he said, the opportunity to perform at this Super Bowl halftime show and to do it in my own backyard will be one of the biggest thrills of my career. Mm. And it's going to be in L.A., so it's just a major moment in hip-hop, period. Yeah, and also I think the biggest thing is like Kendrick Lamar 
is going to be on this halftime show. Like, we haven't really heard from him in a while. Mm-hmm. And for him to just basically come back during a Super Bowl halftime show, like... So if I'm doing my math correctly, he's going to need some material to perform. He you does. Know, you know he's going to do the classics. We know that. But he's going to need a little bit of new stuff to perform as well. So I'm thinking that means we're getting this album by the end of 2021. Oh, for sure. Like, we got a couple months left. And then, you know, Super Bowl is February. So mm. he does have time to drop something. And if I know Kendrick, statements will be made on that stage. He's mm. not just going to get on that stage and perform the songs and be out like... I'm expecting some type of big statement, whether it's um, racial justice, social justice, uh, societal things we can work on. Like, I just feel like Kendrick is going to make some sort of major statement on that stage. Mm -hmm. He's not going to get on a platform that big and just do a one, two step and then leave. Like That's not Kendrick style. And then having Snoop Dogg in the mix, too, that just blew me away as well. Because, you know, Snoop Dogg is very um, he has his own. He has his own unique things about him. So mm-hmm. <laughs> I wonder if he's going to bring that same Snoop Dogg energy to the Super Bowl stage. The weed smoking, unfiltered talking, calling it like he sees it. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm wondering if he's going to bring that to the performance as well. And I think he will. Yeah, I think so, too. I think everybody on here is very, you know, they have their own wave. They have what they, you know, what they are passionate about. Mm-hmm. And for all of them to come together and kind of during a time where, who knows what's going on? You still got the pandemic going on. You yeah. still got all the issues, like you said, going on. So it is going to be exciting to see how the halftime show plays out with all of them. Mm-hmm. And then Eminem, I'm like, all right, well, what songs is he about to perform? Because um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> some of the, the lyrical content is just like, okay, what we what we about to talk about, Eminem? Like, are we going to be talking about wanting to kill your ex-wife? Like, okay. are we going to do those songs? <laughs> what songs are we doing? I'm curious for Eminem's set list. And I'm also very, very excited about the Mary J. Blige thing because Mary is one of the biggest legends in our culture. Mm -hmm. Um, She's contributed so much to R&B and hip hop soul. Like to see her get that stage, I feel like it's a long time coming and it's well deserved. So everybody on here, y'all got it. Jay, you did it. You got it. You got (laughs) it with this lineup. I'm watching. I'm in for it. Yeah, definitely watching. All right, now let's talk about this Millennium Tour. So B2K is back. I feel like these people must be listening to the podcast because mm-hmm. every time we talk about something on the podcast, then they switch it up and make the move after it happens. Yeah. Like how we were just talking about wanting to hear Wale at Dreamville Fest. Then all of a sudden Wale drops a song with him and J. Cole. Mm-hmm. Right. Now we were just talking about the Millennium Tour and how B2K wasn't really rocking with each other. And now they rocking with each other again. It's something about this podcast and us. We're just speaking things into happening, I feel like. Uh, manifestation right there here is. on DX Daily. This is the, the <laughs> manifestation station. Yes. So, yeah, the, the Millennium Tour is back. And the opening night, some exciting things happened. Some crazy things went down. Yeah, Little Fizz was there. And, you know, we said B2K is not on the Millennium Tour. It's just Amarion. So, Lil Fizz was there and he was up on stage and he publicly apologized to Amarion after dating the mother of his child, which, you know, is April Jones back in 2019. Yeah, that was wild. Mm-hmm. You was out of pocket for that. Out of pocket, like Snoop Dogg said <laughs> in that video clip. Out of pocket, Lil Fizz. Yeah, so basically what he said to him, he was like, I did some effed up to my brother. Uh, he said, I did some snake ish to my brother and I'm not proud of it. So I want to sit here and humbly and sincerely apologize to you for any turmoil or dysfunction I caused between you and your family. 
Mm. Yeah. Okay. That was real humble, and you needed to be real humble because that was messed up. So um, I'm hoping that it really was a genuine apology, and not just because you know that Millennium Tour bag. (laughs) He was probably missing that bag a little (laughs) bit, so he's like, "Let me go ahead and apologize." Mm -hmm. So um, yeah, hopefully it was sincere and not just to get back on the Millennium Tour. But either way, that apology was old. Yeah, Marion did accept the apology. He said it was all good between the two, and then the show continued on. But I'm just kind of curious of, like, if it was something or they did have turmoil, like, this whole time, how was Lil Fizz just allowed up on the stage? You know, I I feel like it's kind of pre-planned somewhere. (laughs) Definitely premeditated because he wouldn't have just been able to walk up on there and spring it on him. Right, that's what I'm saying, but it happened. Sound like they may be, you know, coming back on the tour maybe maybe they may pop up i think yeah because initially when i saw this i thought they were all back on the tour together and that's how mm-hmm. he was able to apologize but apparently that's not the case and it was just omarion and then fizz made his way on stage okay got it right yeah got it got it all right speaking of stages uh that we're excited about j cole's dreamville fest it's already been announced for 2022 mm-hmm. and the word is now it's already sold out well mostly sold out yeah, J. Cole posted a like a graphic on his Instagram and Twitter, and it says all VIPs are sold out. So there's like three levels of VIP. All are sold out, and all that stuff is general admission. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So uh, you're going to be down there with the peasants if you didn't get your VIP tickets already. I'm sorry to tell you. Period. That's just what it's going to be. But either way, it's dope experience. Whether you're in general admission, JV, varsity, whatever different tier they have. Mm-hmm. Um, e- either way, I know the festival is going to be dope. But it's crazy to think that it was just announced last week. Yeah. <laughs> and it's already sold out right now. That's wild. And no lineup either. And already, like, tickets are selling fast, going fast, reselling fast. Yeah. yeah. Now, mind you, like, all these different festivals, Rolling Loud, Coachella, all the major ones you can think of, they don't even sell out this fast. And they announced the whole world as the lineup. So Mm -hmm. (laughs) you'll see all of the top artists, and they still don't sell out in a week. But dreamville fest j cole anything with j cole's name on it people are buying it sight unseen so that just shows the power of j cole and his music Mm -hmm. um of course the festival is going to be here in raleigh north carolina at dorothea dix park april 2nd and 3rd uh but when are we going to get this line update that's what i'm curious about I'm curious for it, too. I've talked to a couple of people who are trying to, like, guess who could be on the lineup or how they're going to do it. And everybody thinks, you know, J. Cole has to end, be the headliner on Sunday, mm-hmm. like he was last year. Well, the last Dreamville Fest. But who would be the headliner for a Saturday show? I don't know. It has to be big. So I'm like, who would he give It's not J. Cole? Kendrick. Kendra, go ahead and bring yourself out. We know the album's coming before the end of the year. Right. So you can do... Kendrick did day, is doing Day in Vegas Festival next month. Mm-hmm. He's doing the Super Bowl in February. By the time April rolls around, this can be his third major performance, third stage. He can do it post-album. It's... I feel Uh like it could be Kendrick. That's what it needs. So J. Cole, Kendrick, and Drake are supposed to be the top three. Mm -hmm. We've already seen Drake link up um, with J. Cole on his turf. We've already seen Cole link up with Drake on Drake's turf. Mm -hmm. Now it's time to see a Kendrick-Cole link up. Yeah. Or or a Kendrick-Drake link up. Like, we need... Those are due up next. So I feel like Dreamville Fest will be the place for that. Yeah, I can see that too. But regardless, it's going to be big. He has to come with it. 
Right. Now, um, and uh, not so great news for another festival, Posty Fest um, is having a little problems over there. They're having logistical issues. I'm saying that with air quotes. <laughs> yeah, according to this announcement, it says due to logistical issues impacting the production of the festival, Posty Fest is rescheduling to 2022. Refunds are available at point of purchase. We can't wait to make 2022 our biggest year yet. Stay safe, everyone. We'll see you soon. Okay. Mm. All right. We're going to try to read between the lines on that one. So the fact that they made it a point to say that it was logistical issues means they didn't want you to think that it was because of lack of ticket sales. Right. But I think it was because of lack of ticket sales. Yeah, I think so, too, because once we announced that it was coming, I really didn't hear no No other, buzz. Nothing. No, nobody was really talking about it. I ain't hear people being like, oh, I'm about to get my Posty Fest tickets. When they announced Dreamville, instantly, everybody's talking about Dreamville Fest. Everybody's getting their tickets. Oh, you going? I'm going. You going? All of that. When they announced Posty Fest, which had a pretty big lineup, too. Roddy Rich, Lil Uzi, Megan Thee Stallion, Polo G. Like, they had some artists on there, and mm-hmm. I still didn't hear anybody talking about it. And even like the various media sites, I wasn't even seeing a lot of posts about it or just a lot of buzz in general. So my theory is those tickets wasn't moving fast enough like the way they needed to. <laughs> so they're like, all right, let's re re uh, regroup, mm-hmm. you know, rekindle things, reschedule to where we have time to actually market it so people know about it. That's my guess. Right. I can see that, too. But do we think that Post Malone is losing his kind of like fire nowadays i mean jack harlow kind of taking over that <laughs> white rapper spot in a way so uh, i don't know it? post malone said he not a rapper so oh. maybe that's why maybe that's why people aren't that hype about a post malone rap festival hmm. maybe so could be hmm. might be that it might be what happened when you bite the hand that feeds you i'm <laughs> just saying jack harlow would never he would never. He would not never. our white king. He would never. <laughs> never. But yeah, that's what's happening with Posty Fest. Mm. Now let's talk about what's happening with Versus. So they have been teasing the next battle online and they put out this flyer with the silhouettes of the next two rappers that were going to be in this battle. And they were like, all right, if y'all can guess who's going to be in the battle, y'all can get tickets. And people guessed in like two seconds. Yeah. Very kind of easy one here. Um, in their caption, they said, want to play kind of going off of like a Halloween type of theme, Chucky theme. Mm. And it says, we got a new verses on the way. Sunday, October 17th, brought to you by the killer new series, Chucky. Ooh. And it says, who do y'all think it is? Drop your guesses in the comments below. And we'll pick any entry at random and get and they'll get a pair of tickets. So, but when everybody's guessing the right thing, <laughs> it's a lot Y'all gonna have to give out about 2,000 pairs of tickets, all right? <laughs> So, yeah, once everybody started guessing the correct thing, they finally announced who it was. And it's KRS-One versus Big Daddy Kane. Hello. So we talking classic hip hop acts right here, taking it back to the beginning, the, mm-hmm. the roots of hip hop uh, with Big Daddy and KRS. And Snoop Dogg was actually among one of the first people who guessed that it was going to be them. He has over 65.5 million followers on Instagram. So, you know, once he put the answer Pretty much the cat was out of the bag. Snoop was like, Big Daddy Kane versus KRS-One. They pinned his comment and then boom, they had to make that announcement. Yeah, exactly. So, um, I mean, I think it was a quick one to guess. I don't think there was a lot of like kind of, not excitement, but <laughs> everybody can tell from the silhouette, I guess, from KRS-One's um 
I won't say because of his nose, but you can see what? it. You can see it in there, but and then the flat top of Big Daddy Kane. So it was yeah, an easy one. It was, and I saw one person make a comment that kind of hurt my heart. But I was like, hmm, will this be true? And I hope it's not true. But they were like, this is gonna be the lowest. Uh, viewed versus battle mm. yet it may get the lowest number of views not because these aren't legends but because people don't do their research or don't know the history of hip-hop and there's a lot of young versus fans so right. i was just like yo i hope that's not true they need to pump this up they need to promote the hell out of it and make sure that people really do watch this and like give these legends the respect they deserve and watch this versus battle yeah, for sure. And one thing about the verses is like there's been a bunch of special guests every battle. So like even if you aren't tuned into Big Daddy Kane or KRS One, it's still in New York City. There's still mm-hmm. maybe some hip hop legends that pull up that you may want to catch live moments and not the recap moments. So right. I definitely still tune in to see what's going on. Exactly. Do do your histories, do your Googles, do your researches, go back, listen to their music read their stories, watch their documentaries, and then come pull up to the battle well-informed and you'll enjoy yourself. You'll have a blast. This is hip-hop history, hip-hop legends right here. So we definitely will be tuned in. Mm-hmm. That is going to conclude today's episode of DX Daily. As always, subscribe to this podcast on all platforms, wherever you're listening right now. If you're on Amazon, subscribe and follow the podcast. If you're on Apple Podcasts, subscribe and follow the podcast. <laughs> you're on Spotify, Stitcher, Podbeam, the iHeart app, all of that. Make sure you subscribe and follow. You can also subscribe to our YouTube channel, which is Hip Hop DX. And be sure to follow us on all of our social medias. That's our Instagram, our Twitter, and our TikTok at Hip Hop DX. Yes, you can follow us too. I am at Asia Sky on all platforms. And I'm at A Dub on everything too. And we'll see you tomorrow with more daily news. See ya.